Pottsville. At home, turn us up. In your car, turn us on. At work, tell others about Talking with Ms. T, the talk show that's giving you trending topics, noted news, interesting interviews, community updates, and so much more. It continues right now. Miss T. She'll do the talking. All you got to do is be a good listener. Hello, my friends. I'm about to begin the show designed with you in mind. You're tuned in to Talking with T, where we chatter about what matters while bringing you the latest in trending news and hot topics. Thanks for tuning in to our first show of May 2020. It's May 4th, and if today is your birthday, you share it with your birthday mates, famous Jackson family matriarch, Katherine Jackson, along with her son, Jackie Jackson, Kamora Lee Simmons, and the late Nick Ashford of the famed duo, Ashford and Simpson. May has many celebrations and acknowledgments to include National Salad Month, National Bike Month, National Hamburger Month, Military Appreciation Month, National Barbecue Month, Mental Health Awareness Month, and National Foster Care Awareness. Today on the national calendar is National Star Wars Day, and may the 4th be with you. It is also National Bird Day, National Weather Observers Day, and National Orange Juice Day. On this date in history, J.W. Smith patents the lawn sprinkler in 1897. The theme this month is Survive and Thrive. You are encouraged to see past our difficulties and see beyond the struggles to what is waiting on the other side. Remember, you didn't come this far just to come this far. Joel Osteen said to make up your mind that no matter what comes your way, no matter how difficult, no matter how unfair, you will do more than simply survive. You will thrive in spite of it. All right, listeners, I have a special treat today. I have on with me this week's T's Top Team, Mr. Jared Call. Jared is a senior graduating class of 2020, so we want to celebrate that. He is also in the top 10 of his class at Austin East Magnet High School, and he holds the title of Mr. Austin East. So, Jared, welcome to Talking with T. Thank you. I am proud to be presenting on Talking with T. It's nice to talk to you. Oh, great, great. So, wow, there's so much we could talk about. Um, and first, once again, I just want to express how proud I am of you. It has been my joy to get to know you and to be a part of this journey as you start striving for bigger and greater things. And speaking of that, I saw an announcement recently. You have decided where you're going to pursue higher education. Is that correct? Yes, ma'am, that is correct. And so let everyone know the decision you landed on. Okay, so it, after a long process, I have chosen to go to the University of Tennessee. I had athletic scholarships, but I'm majoring in computer science, and, you know, I just really want to show everybody that no matter how good you are, you're going to always have to be more than an athlete because, you know, you can't play sports forever. You can't run and walk forever. So I'm very excited to be able to continue my academic career at the University of Tennessee and major in computer science because, I think it's was beneficial for me, and I think that I'm going to really excel at doing that. Yeah, I know you will. So you're going to UT on an academic scholarship then, is that correct? Yes, ma'am. All right, all right. Well, I'm glad that you shared those words with our listeners, and we are more than athletes. And you had several offers 
over 20, right? Yes. Yes, ma'am. Okay. So I just want to let people know that you had choices. But I'm glad, me for one, that you're going to stay close and continue to work towards your future in computer science here at the University of Tennessee. And after you graduate, do you have plans? Do you have a particular career that you're looking at? I know that I want to work with computer software. So Mm -hmm. technology is the future, and I really just want to emphasize how important technology is. And so when I do get my degree, I know wherever I do end up or wherever I want to go, it'll be, it won't be hard to get a job at all because, you know, technology in the future is going to be high. It's going to be very in demand. It's going to always be in demand. And it's going to be, it's going to get harder and harder as the years go by. And it's going, to, and more stuff is going to be invented and things like that. So I just really want to make sure that I just get my degree first and then I'll decide from there what I really want to do with it. Well, that's smart, and it's smart that you are looking at an area that you know will have opportunities, and we've figured that out particularly quickly as we have entered into this COVID-19 pandemic and a lot of people are working from home and the need for technology has grown. And while we're on that topic, I know this is your senior year, and you and the rest of the class of 2020 had plans for prom and celebrations and graduation. So how has the coronavirus impacted your senior year? It really has impacted it a lot. I really just been, at first I was really in a phase where I just really didn't want to say much. And I just, I was really shocked and surprised because, you know, them are the type of moments that you just make memories with everybody. Because, you know, everybody is going off on their separate ways. You know, you may see some people down the road, but you're not going to have that bond and connection like you once had. And so those last moments as being a senior, you never, it really makes you just want to appreciate the things that you already have and wish that you appreciated those things more. Because as they're gone now, you look back and you wish that you would have done things more or appreciated more of the stuff that you did. And, you know, most people lost their seasons, their sports seasons, their last, you know, memories to high school Mm. sports, and it was really heartbreaking to see that happen to a lot of people. So, yeah, like I said at first, it was just a big phase that I just didn't want to say much at first. But, you know, I'm coming out now, and I'm I'm happy. I've announced my college decision. I'm getting ready for college. So it's – it's always get worse before it get better, so that's how I look at it. So, and I look at it now; it's just getting better. So, and it will get better. And one thing I can say about you and other people in your class: you're resilient. Uh, we know that we survive and we thrive, and we move past difficulties and challenges. And you know, life isn't perfect; life happens. And so, I was sad also in the typical celebrations and activities that we participate in every year. And I particularly wanted to celebrate this class. And I still do that, but we're having to be creative in how uh, we reach out to you all. And so one of the ways is what I'm doing right now is having you on because I really wanted the community and the city at large to know how great you are and how excited I am to honor and celebrate you. And I'm hoping that Others will join me in doing that. And so do you have any other words for either your classmates or the listeners before we sign off today? I just really want to emphasize how important Austin East Magna High School has been to me. I really wouldn't be as successful as I am today, no matter how 
much, you know, the media or everybody talks about Austin East. These mm-hmm. opportunities that Austin East has given me, you know, top ten, um, I wouldn't be able to be that smart of a student without the amazing teacher that Austin East, you know, excelling in football and basketball. I wouldn't be able to have that without the programs that Austin East has been building. And, you know, it's a lot of great students like me at Austin East and I just really want to emphasize how important Austin has been in this role of mine, you know, along with other major roles. And I just really appreciate what Austin has done for me and the opportunities that they have given me. That's awesome. And you are Mr. Austin and that title will stay with you. And so, listeners, if you see Mr. Jared Kyle, I want you to give him a round of applause. We're going to celebrate him as he graduates, whatever graduation looks like this year, as he continues his academic journey, majoring in computer science at the University of Tennessee, Austin East Magnet High School Top 10, Mr. Jared Kyle. Thank you. Thank you. Smash Professional Cleaning Service is offering a two-hour wipe-me-down special. Smiles offer cleaning and disinfectant services for commercial and residential properties. If your environment is dirty, no need to worry. Call Smiles at 865-455-2312. No job is too big, no job is too small. Together, we can help stop the spread of COVID-19. Call to get your quote today. Smiles Professional Cleaning Services at 865-455-2312. Business owners, church leaders, entrepreneurs, why not build your brand on Talking With T, your urban talk show designed to engage, educate, empower, and encourage. Call today, 865-409-1170 for more details or visit TalkingWithT.com. Please make note that I'm always looking to share and highlight music from rising artists. If you are a musician and have some music you want to share, hit me up and let us check out your sound. I also look forward to more submissions for T's Top Teens and Hometown Heroes. Let's take time to celebrate people and extend our congrats to people doing good work and making our communities better. Keep it where it's at after we hear this track is trending news and hot topics. Check it out. My last Two dollars by the late Johnny Taylor. Ooh. Uh. What a shame. All right. A lady at the casino. She lost all her money. She said, Don't feel sorry for me. No.
said I wouldn't be over here My man had been treating me right I came here to try to catch him, yeah Cause he'd been sneaking around every night But I got caught up over here on blast this will go real fast as we check out today's quick bits as i have each week let me share a few COVID 19 updates states are starting to reopen with long lines of people waiting to get into malls salons and restaurants on a brighter side over a million coronavirus patients have recovered around the world the total COVID 19 cases worldwide are over three and a half million and there have been 247,312 deaths worldwide. The U.S. saw its largest one-day death toll from the coronavirus pandemic to date this past Thursday, as 2,909 people became victim to the virus. This topped the previous record of 2,471 deaths on April 23rd. Some small businesses were forced to shut down for good, and up to 14 million Americans were shut out of unemployment benefits. The U.S. Department of Labor Statistics is showing that more than 26.5 million people have applied for unemployment benefits since mid-March. A new online survey conducted by the Economic Policy Institute found that between 8.9 million and 14 million people were shut out of the unemployment system entirely. They cited problems ranging from clogged phone lines to long outdated state run computer systems. The Marion Correctional Institution in Ohio has recorded 1,976 cases of coronavirus among inmates. This is nearly 80% of its incarcerated population. Five of those inmates and one correctional officer have died from the virus. TSA reported that 500 of its employees have tested positive for COVID-19, with New York's largest airport having the highest number of employees in the country who have tested positive, totaling 95, with at least 88 being screening officers. Presidential hopeful Joe Biden is speaking out and denies the sexual assault allegations, saying it never happened. I also read that Tara Reid who is identified as the accuser, said she never explicitly accused Biden of sexual assault or harassment. Utah Senator Mitt Romney proposes $12 an hour bonuses for all essential workers. Dr. Anthony Fauci, the director of the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases and a member of the government's coronavirus task force, is set to testify before the Senate 
after the White House blocked him from appearing before Congress. Warren Buffett's company lost $50 billion this past week. Ooh, that's a lot of money, but it's still in good shape. TSSAA Executive Director Bernard Childress estimates a $1.1 million loss for the organization after canceling the state basketball tournaments and spring sporting events. It is a significant loss, but Childress says the loss of football season would be devastating. The TSSAA is considering a delayed start. The Life Care Center of Athens, Tennessee, which is a nursing home, had 58 residents and 39 staff members test positive for the coronavirus. And our hearts go out to Chantalique Cherry out of Maryland, who lost three family members to COVID-19. Her mother, brother, and sister have all succumbed to the virus. Texas-based ice cream manufacturer Blue Bell Creameries has agreed to pay $19.35 million and pled guilty to charges that it shipped contaminated products linked to a 2015 outbreak. Canada is banning assault-style weapons immediately after the mass murder they had two weeks ago in which a gunman killed 22 people. Relatives of a black man gunned down while jogging in southeast Georgia by white men who chased him believing he was a burglar, said Thursday they're discouraged by the lack of charges in the case. Ahmad Aubrey's relatives say the 25-year-old was a victim of racial violence. You can read more details about this sad story, as well as the other stories shared on the show by visiting TalkingWithT.com. Everybody's Talking With T, the talk show designed to engage, educate, empower, and encourage the community is on. WJBE 99.7 FM and 1040 AM, just the best every day. All right, it's that time of the show where we review trending news, and I have with me today our know-it-all, Professor J, and our top investigator, most often instigator, P.I. Pam. So I'm glad to know that you both continue to be safe and well. States are starting to lift stay-at-home orders and people are venturing out, and I'm going to say this. I'm not sure the risk has been reduced enough for folks to be out and about like they are. What do y'all think? I certainly don't think that it has, but, you know, again, as we've said every week these past couple of weeks that we've been under the pandemic, the people have been out as if this virus isn't real, you know. Um, even though the restrictions are being lifted, people are, are still living their best lives nonetheless, perhaps to their uh, detriment, unfortunately. Yeah. I hope not. I hope not. I hope it all works out. I'm just a little leery. Yeah, I'm a, a lot of leery because <laughs> we have been out since the beginning, but this weekend they were really, really out. We drove down Gay Street. And it was like business as usual. People out. I saw maybe two, three masks out with their pets. They better take Fluffy on back in the house before he get the Rona too. Well, you know, I did see a case where a pet had contracted the virus. Man, I know some people are really over being quarantined and shelter in place, but I think the whole purpose of lifting the orders is for us to slowly get back to some sense of normalcy, but we still should practice social distancing and wear our masks and wash our hands and all of those other things. New York Governor Andrew Cuomo warned that states shouldn't blindly just reopen 
and that the death toll remains, quote, obnoxiously and terrifyingly high. So I just want everyone to be careful. Like I said, I, I don't wish any harm on anybody, but I think all the cookouts and gatherings and the lines at the malls, just all of that was too much. Right. I saw on uh, social media an article posted where people in Atlanta were lined up just to get the latest pair of Jordans that were coming out. And there clearly was not six feet between each person who was in the line. So it's it, it becomes a question of what's more important, your life and your health or retail therapy? Well, I've had a little retail therapy. I went online. And I will admit that Amazon has gotten a nice little chunk of change from me during the pandemic as well. (laughs) (laughs) So a Texas park ranger was advising people at a lake to practice social distance, and he was going around just letting people know they should still remain six feet apart and such. And you know what they did? What they did? They they done pushed the man in the water. (laughs) Wow. Oh, Ranger, yes, pushed him in the lake. And people are over it. They don't care anything about the attempts to reduce the spread. And what I'm wondering is how this is going to play out when fall rolls around and it's time for us to go back to the schoolhouse. Oh, Jay. That was that was an extra long sigh. I know. It almost sounded like he had the corona. <laughs> you know what? Well, I gave the long sigh because, you know, and I hate to use a very overused term, these are very unprecedented times for a lot of school districts and I think that a lot of districts, including mine, are taking it day by day and trying to figure out what the next move is going to be. Will we start school in August? Will we start school in September? Well, when we do start school, whenever it is, August, September, or beyond, I'm just wondering how they're going to reconfigure the classrooms, what they're going to do about school buses and cafeterias. Well, the CDC has suggested that when school does reopen that In classrooms, desks are six feet apart, and Tanisha, you and I know that that is pretty impossible. Right. Uh, Rather than having students eating in the cafeteria, they eat in the classrooms, which for a lot of teachers and educators, including myself, is a recipe for indigestion. So (laughs) I, I don't think the CDC's guidelines are pretty realistic because clearly they have somebody on their school reopening advisory committee, if we can call them that, who has never been in an actual classroom and don't seem to understand that children aren't, you know, masters of social distancing at all, mm-hmm. regardless of the age. Right. Yeah, it's going to be pretty hard to practice social distancing in school is probably going to be even harder for the little kids to do it because they they don't want to sit still now. Right, right. It will be. I'm just, it's all going to be interesting. I am really curious to see how this is going to play out. And, of course, as everyone else, I'm hopeful. 
for the miracle cure or the vaccine to come on through. We waiting on you um, so that we can just go back to normal if there will ever be such again. But that's just one of the things that is lingering on my mind as we start moving forward. And so I'm going to move on because, as always, there's something from the Crazy Chronicles. The corona doesn't stop that, and we've already figured out that you can't cure stupid. So a welcome mat at the front door of a Florida home read, come back with a warrant. You have to see the picture. Well, after seeing the doormat, authorities say the sheriff's office got the warrant. Deputies found 2.5 grams of fentanyl, dozens of used syringes, and other drug paraphernalia inside doing a search. So uh, that was almost advertisement. Clearly. I know not. Yeah, I know not why they chose to put that doormat out and invite the curiosity of law enforcement. People just have to use better judgment. <laughs> That's all I got. <laughs> That's all I got too, Jay. Well, I'm just thinking, I mean, it's bad enough if you're going to use drugs. But let's just not tell everybody. Well, also from the stupid criminal files, a man was arrested after he mistakenly deposited two bags of cocaine with his cash to a teller at a Colorado bank. And, of course, the teller alerted the police, and they found more drugs in his car. Uh, There has to be a lesson in that as well. Um, confused face. How? (laughs) Two whole bags of cocaine in a bank. How? He got his money bag mixed up with his drug bag. It's not supposed to make too much sense. That's why it's in the stupid criminal files. Because it sure doesn't at all. I guess so the lesson here is to check your bag before you deposit it at the bank. Right. And since he did that, he had to be already high. (laughs) He could have been. Yeah, I... We've had a lot of stories in the stupid criminal files, but I don't think we've had one like this with some men trying to deposit their drugs at the bank. Never. Yeah. Well, listen, y'all. I encourage you to visit TalkWithT.com for links to the stories we share. You can even catch up on past shows. Each show is different, and we are proud of still being able to say we have produced. And this week it makes 258 unique shows. So I can't wait to hear what the two of you have to say next week. It'll be show 259. 259. I can't wait to tell it. And you know I'm going to say it. Well, once again, we've come to the end. But be reminded, you can call in with thoughts or opinions to our talk line. That's 865-409-1170. You can also leave comments on TalkingWithT.com. Share stories or spill some tea. In the meantime and in between time, engage with us on social media and join our Facebook group, The Tea Room. If you have announcements, message Talking With Tea on social media or visit our webpage to contact us. Also, be sure to subscribe to Talking With Tea Daily, our online newspaper for your daily scoop of trending news and find out what we're talking about. For more Knoxville news, don't forget to check out The Enlightener, Visit my other Facebook page, The Village of Knox, or stay tuned to Knoxville's only urban radio station, Jammin' 99.7. 
Thank you for tuning in to Talking With T, your urban talk show. The show designed with you in mind. And we would love to connect with you right now on social media. All things Talking With T. And you can listen to the show 24-7, 365 on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, and iHeartRadio. Now on that note, T will end with a quote. Your life doesn't get better by chance. It gets better by change. Remember where you heard the word. Keep the peace until next week. You've been listening to Talking with Tea.